Kings, queens, monarchs in between, welcome to episode three of Pal World Podcast, your number one source for all things Pal World. I'm Sweaty Spooks, alongside with my co-host Native Raider, and here we discuss gameplay, strategies, news, and updates. In today's episode, we'll be talking about catching up on our journey in Pal World, Pal World's population after a full month of being live, a formidable feat a fellow tamer has accomplished, news and updates including anti-cheating measures, questions for the show, our featured pal of the week, and finally, a very special announcement to our amazing community members on our Discord. So sit back, relax, as we dive into the world of pals. Let's get it. So, sweaty, native. How are you? I'm tired, but it's good. It's good. I'm here, ready. Got the beer in hand, and I'm ready to podcast. How <laughs> world best world? So, little, little visual for the audio listeners. I almost made him spit out his whiskey just now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he got me while I was mid drink. That's that's not fun. Um, <laughs> so I know you haven't been playing too much about world. You've been more onto the Destiny scene, but less. Uh, experience i mean i know but i just want to you know, for the listeners out there for the community yeah no for sure and uh <laughs> i yeah so i kind of made a boo-boo and i've just been too lazy to go back and fix it to be honest with you um i went to try and move my base and you know i'm at the point where i got guns i've got a couple of really nice looking pals uh, a couple of um i guess not legendary but the rare ones like you know and uh, well i just completely screwed everything up when I was moving my base and I got a little frustrated. Uh, so I've been spending my time in destiny and Baldur's gate three. Um, but I do intend to come back. I'm looking forward to coming back actually. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> fresh start. I, I'm looking forward to doing a fresh start on mine just because I've like tried all these different build types and it's just like, it's not what I was going for. It was like, it didn't work exactly how I envisioned or, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so I'm like breaking things and rebuilding and breaking these like, man, let me just, I need a fresh canvas, you know? So uh, that Definitely. will be coming soon. We'll get into that later. But for me, I have been, uh, I've been, I've been diving deep in Power World, you know, like it's been fun. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. I mean, when I have the time, I haven't, I've been working a lot uh, every day. My, my five week stretch is finally over super right. happy um i had a total of two days off and five weeks of straight work and now i have a week off to myself and it's gonna be man it, i felt like i just got out of prison you know <laughs> like i just <laughs> s- finished serving a sentence but um i'm looking forward to like playing a lot this this week um uh, but for me what i've been doing really is kind of the past few game sessions focusing on leveling up and catching new pals um right i haven't really done much more to the base yet because like i said i kind of want to change it up a little bit it's efficient enough it's just not as pretty as i want it you know it it handles everything it it does what it needs to do with the pals that i got there um but for me like i've been just focusing so i I went through the pal deck and i looked at like some of the earlier pals that i haven't caught you know a 10 10 of them right so i went back i caught up to 10 so i get all that xp bonuses knocked out and then just been doing that traveling a little bit uh, I caught ten relaxosauruses pretty quickly. Uh, where they spawn, a, they spawn a shit ton of those at this certain island uh, in the center. So that was cool because that was the first one I caught, and then I saw another one, and I caught that one. I saw another one, I caught that one. So it was a quick, uh, a quick 
big bonus to XP for me. Um, right. I tried I tried uh, another breeding. I, I bred again. So second time breeding. First time that we talked about last time was the, the Wombo Botan that I got from the Jorm Ignis and the uh, Bushi. And then... Oh, right. Yeah. And then what was the one that I just bred that gave me Pen King? Um, 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 man, now I am drawing a blank here. I know I put it in the Discord somewhere, but this Discord's been very active, so I might have to do some scrolling to find <laughs> out exactly what it was. Definitely, and we oh, love man. it, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys. You guys have been so awesome, like just straight up awesome. Well, I don't know. I'll have to find it. Um, but uh, yeah, outside of that, that's that's kind of what I've been doing in, in Power World, and it's been a lot of fun. I did try to take on a few more of the you know the the alpha pals or the little bosses the mini bosses that you have around right and um i'm trying to find one on my last stream i was trying to find one but it was on the map it had the icon but it was nowhere to be found like i was i was like is there a cave under here somewhere or something like that like i was going crazy and that's where i found all those relaxed sources and uh, got all of them but yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun i am looking to to continue to breed I'm, i want to really sit there and just mix and match and this and that and you you see how you get this one with these two types of pals and then you have to take that one with another bred one to make this ultimate one and it's just really kind of cool there's <laughs> so much mystique to it right now and i know that there's guides out there and stuff like that but i'm still trying to avoid guides as much as possible and learn on my own right i've to, uh oh go ahead sorry. and to this date i still have not slaughtered a single pal Ah, I, haven't even, good for you. <laughs> I haven't even unlocked the cleaver so <laughs> i have unlocked it but i just i like i have no interest in using it yeah sad yeah who would want to do that yeah. i mean i could but i'm just kind of like eh, i i don't know i, I i'm all right you know <laughs> yeah worst I mean, case scenario i'll sell them if i need some money or something but like eh, whatever or condense them right in the condenser I, I haven't I don't even know. gotten that yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I probably would if I would have kept up with it. But like I said, and this is entirely my own fault. It's no fault of the game or anything, but I just got lazy. And I was like, well, now that I've screwed up everything, um, let's take a break. <laughs> and then we'll come back, which we got more on that later. Yes, we do. But um, yeah, with that being said, how about we jump into the first little show topic that we got here? and. That's about something similar to what you're talking about. A lot of people are are, are dropping off of the game. So, right. you know, like before we get into this article um, by Nathan Simmons over at SVG.com, I do want to ask you this, and I think I already know your answer, but just for the listeners out there, are you still enjoying the game or do you feel like the newness, the honeymoon effect is is blown past and you're just not feeling it? Oh, I absolutely am still enjoying the game, 100%. There's so much about it that makes it stand out. And, you know, kind of like we talked about in our previous episode, I don't think that the phrase Pokemon with guns does this game justice. So there's so much more to it. Uh, and I've never been a survival type, I guess, um, connoisseur when it comes to to video games, if if you will. But this particular one, it it is very fun. It's very rewarding and interesting. Um, and like I said, it's my bad that I haven't been in there. Um, it's no fault to the game whatsoever. Uh, it's just been that I've been, you know, realizing that I got all this work done. I screwed it up for myself. Um, but 
we have something to look forward to that'll get me back in there. Uh, just I've been there's so much that's really deserving of our attention in the world of video games right now. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing is just kind of tasting all the different flavors, kind of like a buffet, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than sticking to one station, I've been kind of experiencing a little bit of everything uh, because and you know this, but. <clears throat> As a, and this isn't the podcast for it, but as a Destiny player, uh, we've been so stuck on Destiny for so long. It's like, what have I been missing outside of that? Because, you know, 5,000 hours into Destiny 2, it's kind of like, I want to experience everything that I've been missing out on, you know? Um, but that being said, coming back to Pal World, I'm very much looking forward to coming back. Um, we'll get to that announcement later in the show. So stick around, listener. It's very exciting news. Yeah, uh, for me, I, I'm still very much <laughs> into this, and I've been trolling <laughs> our other discords <laughs> with Pal. I even just did it in Fluffy on uh, on his Twitch stream because he, what was he? He was talking about like him and his wife were going on a date night and said something about you know we need babysitters, and I was like, "There's a pal for that." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, I need new friends." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a bit fun. So I, I, yeah, I'm still super into it. Who knows? Maybe. Once I unlock everything and, you know, you complete the end game stuff, you know, there there's going to be like a, a staleness to it. But we'll see. I mean, they have plans on releasing palettes and content as as a game goes on. But I am right. far away from that. I am still very new to the game. I think I'm level 36 or 7, I think, okay. at this point. Yep. I think I'm level 28, so I'm really not that far off, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But, and uh, the levels jump up quick, bro. So yeah. I'm looking forward to a fresh start because now I'm like understanding the game a lot yeah. more. And so it's gonna be like, oh, I know, I know what I'm doing. I'm not just roaming around and you know exploring. I'm like, all right, let's let's get to work. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good. Well, that being said, Raider, uh, why don't you walk me through this um, this article that you're talking about in regards to the population drops? I'd like to understand a little bit further myself. Yeah, absolutely. And I will make sure that I have all the sources to these articles that we're going to mention and quote from uh, in the notes of the podcast description of this episode. So you can go read the the entire thing for yourself as well, listener. Uh, But this one right here is talking about the population drops. Okay, and this is big news right now. If you Google Power World News, you're going to see so many articles that's that's kind of talking about that and some other stuff but this this was a big point so the population drops we're, we're taking this straight from nathan simmons over at uh, svg.com and this article was published two days ago on february 16th uh he says earlier this week it seems that the game was beginning to slip just a bit into the charts dropping about 70% from its all-time concurrent player peak of 2,101,867 people. It should be noted that the game is still high atop the Steam's player charts. Even with the drop-off from launch weekend, still the negative attention has reached developer pocket pair, prompting a response from the developer's community manager on social media. Right. So, yeah, so I mean, it's a big thing. 70%, that's, that's a huge drop-off, you know, but... With the amount that this thing had peaked and how much it had, like you can't expect that to be sustainable either, you know, mm-hmm. which is probably benefits all of us that are still playing the game because, you know, less wear and tear on the server, right? Well, and early access, there's more to come. Exactly, exactly. Which people got the taste. They probably liked it. And they're like, OK, I'll come back to it once it's a little bit more refined, which is totally understandable. Uh, but being that that you know, there's the drop off. I decided to pull the stats just this morning at 1041 Pacific Standard Time. And it is February 18, 2024 that we're recording this. 
And this is according to steamcharts.com. And so here's a little bit of data for you guys. So you guys can understand the population thing as well, because as Nathan had said, it's still high atop the Steam player charts. And this is what we got. It is number three of all top games by concurrent players. Uh, so Counter-Strike 2 is number one, and Dota 2 is number two. And uh, yeah, so Pal World with just over 400,000 currently playing players. That's, that's mm. still a huge number. Huge Definitely. Number. I mean, that's a lot more than Destiny right now, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%, man. That's, I think last time I checked Destiny, it, it was well under 100k. It was, like, I think in, a, in the 40,000 region. Um, right. But a couple other pointer of data or points of data here is it holds second place, the all-time player peak record at 2.1 million PUBG right. at the top of that helm with 3.2 million. Uh, and as right now, this is insane. And I had to do the math on this because I want to know how much it was. But So the amount of hours that this game has been played, and remember, this is one month into the game. We are damn near exactly one month into this game. 580,127,820 hours have been put into this game. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. And I did the math on it. I didn't do it in my head. By no means did I do this in my head. I had to look up a, a time calculator. And that many hours equates to over 66,000 years. Wow. 66,000 years. That's crazy. <laughs> in a month. Yeah, in a month. It's, it's absolutely wild. And remember that this is all from SteamCharts.com that tracks Steam. So that's not including all the Xbox Game Pass for both console and PC sessions. You know, all that game or all those players and, and that time spent in uh, Power World. So, yeah, I just thought that was that was wild. Um, what do you think of those numbers, man? Like, it, it's obviously that this narrative of it being, you know, the population drop and, you know, doom and gloom and all this kind of shit. Like, it's. Nah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I okay. So whenever those articles come up, I always equate them to being clickbait drivers, if you will. I mean, we see them in Destiny all the time. Whenever yeah. population levels are X number over Y time period, um, the the narrative it's in their interest to get paid, right? So they're going to narrate it in such a way that it's like, oh, is this doomsday? Do I have to click this to find out what's going on? Type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same strategy that's being used here. I don't think it's as bad as I'll say the narrative is. Um, because clearly, if it's still holding the number three spot, just on Steam alone, that's not even including the Xbox numbers. Um, now, I will say we've had some members in the community who are restricted to just Xbox, and they've been experiencing some difficulties on the Xbox side of things. So I could totally understand if some of those numbers would be a bit lower you have to consider that the 66,000 years is only one platform. Yeah. So you can add to those numbers. It's even higher than that. Albeit, they're still having some issues, it would seem, on the Xbox side of things. Um, and I hope that we see a, a resolution for our Xbox users. Uh, and we do know that they're going to be including some fixes or at least working towards it. Uh, certainly with some cross-platform compatibility, so that way we could play with our Xbox friends. But yeah, I'll, I'll leave that particular piece once uh, we get to that part of the podcast. Yeah, I feel I feel bad right now for for Xbox players, especially like in our community. Like you said, Hot Death. Uh, unfortunately, he lost everything, and he can't even load the game back up right now. So that sucks. That really sucks. But 
I'm hoping that Pocket Pair, and I, so far from what we've seen them do as a developer, they seem to be really on it, you know, as far as trying to get things handled, you know, i.e. The, the beginning of the, the launch day when there was so much broken and they had emergency meetings with Epic and all that kind of stuff. Like, I have a feeling it'll be resolved pretty soon, you know. they Like I said, they, right. they haven't done anything to show lack of faith in, in what they are able to do and perform and, and, and get things fixed. So, time will tell. But uh, in response to all this, you know, the game's dying already and all this kind of stuff, right? The community manager named Bucky over at Pocket Pair sent a beautifully written response to, you know, all, all this narrative. And uh, it was really, really good. So I will also have the link to this Twitter post in the notes of the show here in the show description for the episode. But I'm going to just read this verbatim from him because I thought it was really, really interesting. Actually, instead of me reading it, Sweaty, you're the better reader. You're more literate than I am, so please, if you will. Yes, sir. You know I got you, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. So coming from the Twitter of our community manager, Bucky. um, Bucky has the following to say. With Pal World quickly approaching the one-month mark, it's interesting to look back at my own thoughts for launch. In May of 2023, I was convinced that Pal World could break the 50,000 player mark. Anything above that just seemed untainable, though, and I certainly never expected it to reach into the millions. It has taken years to get to this point, and Pal World only really begins from here. Everyone is working hard to fix the issues and prepare new content and pals. Some of you may have had your fun over the last three weeks and found yourself putting the game down. And you know what? That is fine. This emerging Pal World of the Locks X percentage of its player base disclosure is lazy, but it's probably also a good time to step in and reassure those of you capable of reading, passing a headline, that it is fine to take breaks from games. You don't need to feel bad about that. Pal World, like many games before it, isn't in a position to pump out massive amounts of new content on a weekly basis. New content will come, and it's going to be awesome. But these things take a little bit of time. There are so many amazing games out there to play. You don't need to feel guilty about hopping from game to game. If you were still playing Pal World, we love you. If you're no longer playing Pal World, we still love you, and we hope you'll come back for round two when you're ready. Play lots of games, try different genres, and frequently flick through indie libraries to find hidden games. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think that's really good. I mean, the way he that he said it, like like you said earlier before in our pre-show, like that's it's just class, man. That's just pure class. Like for a developer to sit there and and tell somebody, hey, we love you if you're still playing. We love you if we're not. You know, go play other games. Check out the indie library. Like, what developers do you ever hear? Or you know, like companies sit there and say, you know. Go play other. Go play with our competitors, basically, right? Well, it's my opinion that these developers aren't your traditional developers. Um, they became developers as they were fans of games, and they wanted to bring those like experiences to a new, refreshing experience. And I think they've done that quite perfectly with Pal World. So the fact that they're coming from this narrative, if you will, uh, this perspective is testament in of itself that these people are a people b gamers making games for gamers Mm -hmm. couldn't agree more that's awesome 
Thank you, Bucky. Thank you, Pocket Pair. You guys are you guys are good peoples. I can I can see yes, it thank just you. from the communication. But um, yeah, let's let's move on here. Uh, this was just a little side, little little news that I saw, and I just thought it was really cool. I wanted to the show for those of you that may have not heard about this. But uh, yeah, it's it's all about a tamer and their dedication to keeping their their cleaver sheathed, not butchering pals, and keeping it clean. Exactly, keeping it good, loving the loving on the pals, so not not using them for resources. It's just it's just <laughs> being. But yeah, there, there's a pal tamer by the name of sock Bittens that that really did pull off an incredible feat by unlocking all the game's legendary schematics without slaughtering or should i say butchering a single pal which is pretty cool because for those that that know to get those level four basically like basically level four armor and and you know the schematics for all those different things the fastest most efficient way is to like you know farm these alpha pals right the legendary pals so you tame them, you slaughter them, you get, you know, a schematic out of them, rinse and repeat till you get all the ones that you want, that you need. And um, yeah, Sockmans did it without butchering a pal. So I just want to read a quick quote from uh, the article from Gamer Rant. This is by uh, James Radcliffe. And yeah, uh, this is just a little line that he shared in the article that really stood out to me. But yeah, Sockmittens shared two screenshots of their efforts to get all legendary endgame schematics of Power World on their subreddit, on the Power World subreddit. And it was just, it was really cool. Like that, that was the end of the quote. And it, it also said that Sockmittens said that it took over 180 hours to complete this goal. So just shout out to Sockmittens for accomplishing that altruistic objective, doing all that, getting all that endgame gear, schematics without butchering a pal. And I will have the link to that one as well in the show description. Yep. Absolutely. Shout out yep. to Sock Mittens. Sock Mittens. Come join the, the Power Roll Podcast and Discord community. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on, we do have news and updates. Just one announcement that was released since our last podcast episode. And this is from the network developer. I'm sorry if I mess up this name, but I believe it's Chujo Hiroto. And this is regarding official server access issues and future countermeasures against cheating. So Mr. or Mrs. or I'm not sure, uh, Chujo. Um, anyways, the network developer over at Pocket Pair says that currently some users are unable to connect to official servers due to cheating and the influence of fraudulent activities. We have confirmed that some players are unable to play the game properly. As a company... We do not tolerate any fraudulent activity or cheating, and we are working on measures to deal with it strictly and as a priority. Hopefully, uh, you know, these fraudulent, shall I say, the, the fraudulent activity isn't affecting our good friend Hot Death, because we know that he's been having some issues lately when it comes to playing the game. Um, so, of course, whenever I read things like that, you know, the fraudulent activity and the cheating and people not being able to access. I, I immediately think of our good buddy, Hot Death. So I really hope that's not the case. Um, Hot Death, just know that we're thinking of you, brother. And we really hope that you get access to the game and you're able to continue yep, your adventure soon, my friend. Get back to the PAL world. Best world. <laughs> uh, the, this uh, <laughs> little update continues. And he says, first of all, we plan to a player list function for servers in an update at the end of February. Through this, we will strengthen the identification of players who engage in cheating and the suspension of their use by the development team. Very nice. Very, very nice. Something that's needed. 
Uh, following this, Very we good. plan to introduce an external anti-cheat solution to take measures against particularly frequent fraudulent activities and cheating. Please note, in the case of community servers, single player and co-op, the use for this function is optional, which is good. Yeah. So if you want to just okay mess around in your own server, who cares, right? You can change all the server settings as it is now, right? Make everything yeah. capture, make, you know, no deterioration of bases and stuff like that. So cool. If you're doing it on your own, have fun. Well, I mean, that wouldn't even be cheating because they give you those settings as an option. Like that's in-game use. That's not even cheating. You're not altering the code or putting um, like false inputs of any sort to make a, right. a X result that's not intended, right? Like, so I don't understand yeah. why anybody would like, even you can, want to you do can that to begin with. So, really, uh, <laughs> I have no idea, man. But it's it's out there. You know, people are going to find it and abuse it and uh, make it worse for yep. others in their server, especially on an official server. You know, definitely don't want that. Which I still have yet to, to try because oh, uh, I tried getting on officials uh, during the launch week. Never was able to get into it, unfortunately. Just wanted to see what it was like. Just wanted to see what it was like. Right. But we're not going to need to do that again. Coming soon. <laughs> in the announcements. Uh, okay, so in addition to the above <laughs> measures, to take measures against further cheating and fraudulent activities. Although the development team is dealing with each issue on a daily basis and taking measures, there are many cases where they're not able to keep up with, or they're not able to keep up, and we apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. Our entire team is working hard to get everybody back to a state where they can enjoy the game comfortably with a peace of mind as soon as possible. Thank you for your continued support. Very nice. So all in all, um, they're aware of the issues. Um, they are, you know, human <laughs> uh trying to fight against probably i would imagine that i don't have anything to really source this from or anything it's just an opinion but um knowing the history of things how these things work uh their human team is probably trying to fight against scripting bots that are trying to incorporate x and y and z um which they understand is going to affect their player base so you know i i just see them acknowledging their human apologies in advance they're working on it it's acknowledged and they hope to incorporate a solution sooner than later it's important got to keep the cheaters out of out of games but it's it's an uphill battle because there's always new ways and it's it's just a constant cyber battle right like uh there, yep. there's stuff like that that we talk about in the arm that i'm not gonna get super into but like they're always trying to you know change up different frequencies and measures and this and that and the other thing to sit there and combat the cyber war so it's, it's even worse when i'll say loosely quoted cheaters are in some fashion funded or like have a way of being financially supported in that endeavor um it just makes it worse for everybody We got some questions for the show, but before we jump into those questions for the show, the question that we had last week about what would be your pal lineup for the zombies, I did want to shout it out because we did start a little thread there 
you know, what other people's rosters would be, you know, if they they had their their pal roster of five pals in a zombie apocalypse. So we got a couple people that that responded here. Shout them out. Mm. So we got Araluen Ranger zero one, and their lineup is Grizzbolt, Big Toys, Anubis, Joram Tide, and Lamball. But then it was changed. Actually, mm. Wombo Botan instead of Anubis. <laughs> Wombo Botons are so cool, bro. I love those. <laughs> things. I'd probably have the exact same, but I would uh, swap out Lamball for Jet Ragging because you know yeah, being yeah, able to fly across sure. a map. Uh, it's, it's super a solid fast lineup. Awesome. I like it. <laughs> I have yet to catch Anubis, uh, so I don't know. I, I I don't know what Anubis really does, and I'm still trying to keep. I'm still trying to keep everything like under wraps for me, you know. So I I'm excited and I can see and it, ooh, what does this dude not already like look it up and uh, hot death? Oh, what's up? Well, breed uh breed a celery with Relaxaurus and you'll have one. Basically, it's like a a tier four crafting master, if you will. So you know how it takes you so long to craft yeah. your bullets. Uh, it takes absolutely, absolutely zero time. Whenever Anubis is there helping yeah. you craft, you put them yeah. in your party. And uh, you pull them out when you're crafting, and you just craft whatever you're trying to make. Super, that's, that's super what I snappy. do right now with my Catris, as well as my Wixen. I got a Wixen that's just set up in my little craft room, right, where I got a lot of my workbenches and whatnot. And it's just a setup there. Like, the only right. time it leaves is to go eat, and then it goes back. Or to sleep, obviously, or go chill in the, you know, hot tub. Got one of those, no big deal. But um, that's awesome. Yeah, I need that. So Celeray, and you said Relaxosaurus? Guess what I will be doing yep. tonight? <laughs> uh, thank you, Arlen Ranger, for sharing your roster with us. So we have one more, and that's Hot Death 101. Sorry about uh, your current situation on Xbox there. But uh, this was his lineup. Bushi, Pen King, Ragnarok, Chillit, and he says, My Ace, Orzerk. I don't. I haven't ran across an Orzerk yet, so that'll be interesting. I haven't yet either. Yep. Uh, yeah. So sweet. I like it. Um, cool lineups. It's a cool thing to think about, you know, because you want you want diversity. You you need something that does multiple things and whatnot. So I like it. Uh, now to the questions right. that you guys for the show, our Discord. Uh, let's see. Pinned messages. You want to take the first one? Yeah. Sure. Let's see here. Hmm. Let's go with, uh, and I apologize if I'm butchering the name. Uh, you have my full permission to roast me in the Discord if I get this incorrect. <laughs> uh, Era Lewin Ranger 01. What is your favorite dungeon layout to fight through? Uh, hmm. What do you think, I don't Rager? know. I'm still trying to figure out the layouts. Like, uh, I'm assuming mm. talking about caves because I know the the portals that are like just above ground and that that circular like stone thing. It's just a, oh, just one big right. you know, battle room arena type thing, if you will. Um, so I don't know yet. I, I'm assuming, like I said, that you're talking about those the the, the caves because uh, I know those those are probably like the hillside. Yeah, like because those those do have you know those those are cold dungeons. When you walk up to them, they have the reset timer and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure them out. I still, I'm not going to lie, get a little lost when I'm in them. I'm like, shit. So I, I've been trying to like, okay, I'm going to work all the way left first, and then I'll start moving to the right, you know? That's how I'm <laughs> trying to do it. But then again, it, to my own fault, uh, I'm usually having a few drinks, so I get lost a lot easier while intoxicated. 
you know, let's, let's be real about it. <laughs> ah, this man's never, never inebriated. Nah, 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 not yeah. once. Unless you throw champagne at him, then maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I would. I could take a sniff of champagne and just, I'd pass out. I'd hit the floor. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what about you? Do, do you have a, a favorite layout or anything like that? Or are you kind of in the same boat as me? I think I'm in the same boat. The hillside caverns really seem to be the only dungeon layout types that I understand of. Um, I've been to some of the volcanic areas. Uh, I've been through some of the ice land areas, if you will. Um, but I haven't been high enough level to really take on any of the dungeons there. So I think at the moment, yeah, I'm probably about the same as you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing other layouts, though, because so far what I've seen, they all seem to have the same style, but it seems like it's a different path to the boss. You know what I'm saying? So cool. But hey, if uh, you're a listener out there and you're aware of a few different layouts, let us know in our feedback section. Yeah, please. That'd be that'd be really cool. All right, Arlit, thank you for that question. Next up, let's go with uh, let's go with Hot Death. I know you are both not level fifty yet. That is factual, <laughs> still. And this was uh, six days ago, so yeah. <laughs> um, it says I know you are both not level 50 yet, but my question is three parts for you both. One, with the items that you both have unlocked in your tech tree so far, what is your favorite item to use? Let's start there. What you got? Items unlocked. Um, so far, it's a musket for me, man. It's kind of, I wish the musket could have like a sniper scope on it because it would just make it that much more fun to use. And of course, the reload time's a little bit longer, but it kind of feels like you're using a sniper. Yeah. <laughs> it just hits that damage. And I don't know. I like the musket, dude. It's fun. Yeah, it is satisfying, like shooting those thugs, you know, the uh, the thugs that, that you run into every once in a while with a, just a clean headshot, you know? And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> just one smash to the face and they're done. <laughs> For me, item that I. The grapple. I use that thing just moving around my base and. Coming in clutch when I get like too overweight uh, with items, you know, um, the grapple is probably that. I did just get the lantern um, crafted uh, last week sometime, and that was kind of cool right. while I explore at nighttime and I'm not completely in the dark. So the little hip lantern is, is pretty cool, and it's, it's nice because it doesn't take a slot in your inventory. It's one of, I think it's called key items or something like that that has its own inventory and it doesn't take slots. It's pretty nice. Um, yeah, I think that would probably be my, my favorite is the grapple. Yeah, I got the level two grapple. I haven't crafted the level three grapple yet. I, I have the ability to, to, to do it, but I just haven't. So we'll see. Well, Hot Death has another question here, and it says, uh, what item in the tech tree are you both most excited to unlock? <laughs> um, the, the carbine, probably. Like, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I think that's going to be super dope. Um, I try not to look too far, or too far down the tech tree because I kind of like, you know, that element of uh, yeah, I leveled up. Cool. Let's let's see. So I'm trying to like just kind of reveal it slowly to myself as I level. But I definitely know that there's a carbine, right. and I, I want that. And I don't know if there's a sniper. I don't think there's a sniper. I haven't seen it like that, but I can see that being added to the game later. What about you? Yeah, having a scope or something. Uh, for myself, I think honestly, just the legendary pal spheres. Um, so that way I stop struggling and wasting so many pal spheres <laughs> when it comes to catching something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think I've gotten hyper unlocked and I think I just unlocked the next one for it. I, I can't remember what the name of uh, that next level of Palosphere is, 
but I don't. I'm I'm yellow and red. <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, right. Red, the hyper, the red one is the hyper one. Uh, I I went right. to go craft some the other night playing, and you can't craft those at your little regular pals for your workbench. That has to be the assembly line one. And so okay, yeah. I am three uh, electric organs from crafting a power plant so I can actually utilize mine. I, I made it as soon as I got it. Didn't even think about the whole power plant thing. I was like, hey, why aren't they working? You know, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, that'll be cool once that happens. Maybe tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Right. And then the last part of his question in his three-parter is, what in the tech tree is missing that is not in the game that you both would like to see added? Uh, you know, that's kind of a tough one. Um, hmm. That is interesting. Honestly, this, this might sound silly. This, this might sound silly, and I'm okay with that. But have you ever tried building something on slanted earth in the game? Yes. I would like to have support beams. Mm-hmm. So that way your foundation isn't restricted to how high or low. So if you start at the top of a place that is like kind of the midpoint of a slanted peak or something, um, and you build a foundation, you're not restricted how far out that foundation can go because it doesn't have any support underneath. You can just build those support beams upwards and then you can have your foundation up there. That would be nice because I did notice that I was struggling a little bit when it came to pushing it uh the, the foundation or the floor if you will outwards um it wouldn't let me go to a certain point because the foundation wouldn't reach the bottom anymore and i was like well that's annoying yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that would be that would be nice arc had that with pillars you can do that with pillars so having a pillar would be would be really nice i like that yeah uh for me obviously i already kind of talked about the sniper so i'm not that one sniper would be dope um i think i'm gonna still yep still go into this and i, I like i said i haven't looked at the tech tree, so it might be in there I don't believe it is, but uh, it was one of my favorites in Ark, and that is C4. I want some C4. I want to blow some shit up. Ooh. That was, that's the thing that you use to, to raid, and I know PvP is going to be come to this game. Give me some C4 so I can breach a base and send in the army of killers, you know? You know what? As a bonus answer, I'm going to say a hard-hitting six-shot revolver. And you and your hand cannons. <laughs> Not a surprise. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> awesome. Good question, Hot Death. Thank you. All right. And for our next question, we got it coming from Beanie. He asked, just kidding. That was unpin. We need to unpin that. <laughs> that was a zombie apocalypse <laughs> question. <laughs> Let's have to try that one again. <laughs> cut, cut the tape. Exit stage left. Try it again. <laughs> uh. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun edit. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good that I work on my editing skills anyway. So, All right. And for the next question, we got a new member to the Discord, uh, Andromeda. And Andromeda says, hello, y'all. Just started listening in, and I love the podcast. I have questions for you. If you don't mind answering them, y'all are awesome. So the first question goes to... Uh, let's see. It says, I heard one of you guys mentioned that you had the Xbox version. What are your thoughts on its development compared to Steam? Do you think they will reopen multiplayer soon? Oh, that sounds like a native Raider question to me. That is. And I wish I had a better answer for you. But, um, after launch day, I stopped playing on the Xbox, uh, cause I figure I'll give it time to sit there and work out its kinks and issues. I've been exclusively playing on Steam since the, the release, but, um, I'm sure that they will get it reopened 
soon. You know, like like we kind of discussed earlier, uh, it seems like these developers are really about it and hard at work. So, yeah, I'm I, I'm sure it'll it'll get reopened soon. And when it does, I'll probably have I, honestly, I'll probably have two different accounts. I'm gonna have my Steam one, and I'm so I can play with everybody, which would be fun. You know, I can go in different directions with e- e- each, so that'd be cool. Okay, and for the next part of the question, uh, just for fun, if you were to decide a matchup between a specific pal and a unique gun, weapon, ability, what would you pick? Personally, I like the idea of Kativa carrying dual revolvers, wearing a cowboy hat like they like in them old westerns, maybe even holding a piece of hay in its mouth or something. I could picture that so well. That is awesome. You know, I I knew I liked Andromeda because <laughs> um, that's that, that's what I would be picking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we talked about my love of hand cannons earlier. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That's a tough question. Decide a match between a specific pal, a unique gun, weapon, and ability. Hmm. Well, for the sake of not taking our guests' idea here, <laughs> oh, you're not going to take mine. <laughs> uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go with Anubis. I'm going to go with Anubis, and um, I'm going to go dual-wielding sacrificial daggers. Um, you know, old Egyptian times, sacrificial daggers. You know, I, I like it. I like it. Now, what would the ability be? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to say scissoring knives. What, what, what's scissoring knives? I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say hit your opponent for not one, but two crit damage. Now, if max damage, let's say, is between one and two on a single-handed weapon, uh, we're going to make maximum crit damage be between one and ten on dual-wielding um, akimbo daggers, if you will. Um, but has the a 0.25% chance to hit again. I like it. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. Making in-game mechanics on the fly. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe cause a bleed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cause a bleed, some overtime damage, yeah. you know. Uh, some <laughs> dots, I gotta throw those dots out there. Uh, for me, what, actually, you said you were gonna take mine. What did you think I was gonna go with? Oh, sorry, I, did, I said that I didn't want to take uh, Andromeda's idea oh, with the Cat Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Andromeda got it, okay. <laughs> so, for me, uh, still my favorite pal thus far, just on, Lambo. Uh, on the looks, <laughs> is I have to go with Bushi. And what I can see them doing with Bushi, like make it like a, 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 a I don't want to call it an evolved form, but you guys know what I'm saying, right? Like a, a <laughs> something like to that effect, uh, cybernetic Bushi. So for those that have played okay. Overwatch, I'm, I'm thinking in the stylization of Genji, you know, something like that, I think would be super dope. Um, also give it, you know, just like Genji had shurikens, you know, so you have some kind of right. like a ranged uh attack with like you know some shurikens maybe maybe some caltrops or something like that just really folks into the cyber cyber ninja type style oh that'd be cool yeah i like it (laughs) that was cool and for the last question come from andromeda uh in this here question is uh with the debate between going between pokemon and pal world do you think they ever will release a nintendo platform such as the switch Oh, we're, oh we're if release on World it. World release on Actually, the I thought I just saw something about that. 
I wasn't certain about that, so I'm glad that you're looking it up because, like, hot take without knowing the proper information. I thought the game was kind of big um, for that to happen, but I'm not certain. Actually, let me fact check myself here. So if I go into Steam and I go to library, where is Pal World? Okay. Kind of curious how big the game is. I don't know if I can find that out. Oh, uh, let's see. No, that's just updates. Okay, I'm not sure how big the actual download is. Uh, I could probably mm. find that in the st in the store. So if I go to store, and then just search up Pal World, Pal World, there it is. Nope, love the game. Don't want to read the trailer right now. Let's see. Oh, it's not even. Oh, system requirements, storage, forty gigabytes. Okay, that seems. Yeah, that seems kind of big for if if I had to guess. I'm not sure how big the Pokemon games are, comparatively speaking. Uh, probably about the same size. I'm I'm not sure. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to research it while you, while you were giving your answer there because I did see this on YouTube. Um, I didn't watch through the video. It's not a long video, but um, it, it, I, I'm thinking it's it's more clickbait than anything. Uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, the, the title, and it's a, like a, a trending one right now, is Pal World Banned from Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm trying to look through. I'm not seeing any like actual official articles from reputable sources, so I, I don't right. know. Uh, but I could not see them uh, actually going in and, and doing that kind of stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. But um, as of right now, I don't think there's anything official. Uh, of course, when we do find out something is official, we'll definitely podcast. Alrighty. And we should have one more question here. All right. Move that one. All right. So last question. Era Lewin Ranger Zero One. After the short-term playability of Pal World, what features would you like to see either in quality of life or gameplay? Quality of life number one for me is going to be get our Xbox players in the game. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hmm. Definitely. Uh, if I had to choose gameplay-wise, um, let's see. It's kind of a hard one because um, I haven't reached the end game yet to be able to experience it in its full experience, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I would say some probably quality of life changes for base building. Uh, I find some weirdness when it comes to like building a roof or something oh. like there's not enough support. And I'm just like, what is going on with this? Like, why can't I just build my roof? And I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, no, you have to build the roof underneath where you're wanting to, and it never actually goes to where you're intending for it to. I don't know. There's just a little bit of weirdness when it comes to base building. Um, so I'm always impressed whenever I see the magnificent, massive castles that people build. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, those slanted roofs are the bane of my existence, bro. Like, I spend so yeah. much time trying to find that anchor point, right? Like, trying to get that anchor point, and it just, it doesn't happen. And then I gotta build extra shit to try to like figure out the angle to get the anchor point. Then I get it. Then I got to destroy that shit because I put that to stand on it in some odd, weird angle. That is definitely, yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you hundred percent on that. It's like a, a quality of life or play update to the, to this, but I'm trying to think, man, I'm trying to think of my own answer and I can't, I really can't. <laughs> um, I know I had something that I was like, man, that, that would be cool if they had this in this game. And I think I was talking about it a couple streams ago trying to remember uh, i don't know i'm gonna have to get back to you uh, yeah. i'm gonna get back to you on that one arlen <laughs> thank you though for that. 
Appreciate it. And with that being said, we are clear from questions. We answered all the questions in the Power World universe. And uh, yeah, you guys definitely sub- submit some more as they, as they come. And we will continue to answer these questions from you guys in the Discord. Um, for the listeners that are not in the Discord want to submit a question, you can also hit us up at our email, uh, powerworldcast at gmail.com. You can join just a lurk, hang out. Maybe you'd like to show off some of your pals in this pal showcase. Or maybe perhaps you've built an amazing base that you'd like to show us. Please join your Discord. We'd love to see it. Yep. And with this time off, I'm actually going to be starting to hit you guys up in the Discord to show off their base. Because I do want to bring that to my YouTube channel. Um, you guys showing off your base and me just basically joining your server and give me a tour of your base. And uh, yeah, start getting some, some Power World content out there on YouTube. Because right now it's all destined. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. With that being said, how about we drop into our featured pal of the week? Let's do it. And this week being episode number three, well, you've got it. We got hmm. Is it Chickpea? I've heard it two different ways, man. Like so some of YouTubers and content creators that definitely had like a European accent, maybe British or something like that, say Chickapie. But I've been saying Chickapie. Oh, okay. I've been saying Chickapie. That's how I read it. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah. So we got Chickapee. Uh, of course, your lovely, favored, neighborhood-friendly chicken. <laughs> um, Chickapee is a pal resembling, well, a white chicken. Its body is vaguely egg-shaped, and it has gray oval eyes. The beak of Chickapee is yellow and features a red wattle. Uh, the feet of Chickapee are orange with two clawed toes in the front and one toe at the back of the foot. The top of Chickapee's head has a large comb uh, that is red, just like its waddle. Uh, extremely weak and far too delicious, may I add. <laughs> it is one of the weakest pals alongside Lambal. No matter how many are hunted, they just keep appearing. In the behavior section, while Chickapee may sporadically lay eggs on the ground, which can be picked up by the player, this pal retaliates only when attacked. Neighboring Chickapee will become aggressive upon witnessing another Chickapee being harmed by the player. Uh, for utility, partner skill, egg layer. Sometimes lays eggs when assigned to the ranch. Work suitability. It has a level or tier one gathering and tier one farming. Possible drops are egg and Chickapee poultry. Uh, if you happen to encounter the boss, drops are ancient civilization parts, egg, Chickapee poultry, uh, precious plume and ring of resistance. I need to get some rings. And that's Chickapee. I've, I haven't gotten rings yet. I've got necklaces. Uh, I haven't seen I'm rings. I'm eating so much. I'm, I'm eating some Chickapee poultry right I now. <laughs> I saw that during one of our little uh, breaks. There. Quite delicious, sir. Um, yeah, Chickapee. You know what would be cool? I'll, <laughs> I'm going to do this end game. You know, after I like probably have a lot of stuff completed and I'm just kind of looking for things to do in the game. I want to breed a badass Chickapee and level level that thing up, like and go into boss fights with Chickapee and Lambo and just dominate, you know. Or when PvP comes around, oh. you throw out a Chickapee, they're like, "What surprise, motherfucker!" I thought of something. <laughs> so, one of the previous questions: What would you add to the game? There is one thing that I would add to the game that I just thought of now. Hmm. <clears throat> now, this is not to lean into the idea of Pal World being Pokemon. It is not that, but. I believe that rare pals should have a different color palette. They should stand out. You should visually be able to see that they are clearly different than the others, not just from their size or the starry aroma around them, if you will, or even the sound. But 
I do think that they should have a different color palette just to make them stand out that much more. Yeah, I feel that, man. And actually, Ark had that when you would you would breed um, two dinos together. Uh, they're, and it was cool. The way that they had it, it was very, very... Like you can see the like almost like a gene pool type thing, and you can see the family tree and all that kind of stuff of, of that bread pal or bread breaded dino. But uh, you'd once in a while get you know unique colors, and that color could possibly pass down. The stats could pass down as well, and I don't know if stats pass down in the breeding. Uh, I've, I've like I said, I've only bred twice now or two different uh, right. two different sessions of breeding. Um, but it was really cool. It was really unique how how I did it. So. You know what? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna again <laughs> uh, jump into your backpack <laughs> with your great <laughs> ideas and and my own. So yeah, I, I would like the color, uh, not just for luckies, but for bread pals as well. I have unique color mm-hmm. balance in it. That'd be that'd be really awesome. It, it would it would show that diversity too. It'd be like, oh damn, he's got you know a chickpea that's purple or something. I mean, you could even lean further into that with transmog and be like, if you unlocked a certain color palette with said pal. Um, you can transmog to that color palette, but it would have to fall under the category of either a rare pal or a very, you know, specifically met, I guess a specific criteria met for a bread pal. Yeah. So I thought of something with that. Relaxosaurus, purple, and then the belly, green. <laughs> and we got Barney. Barney. Yes. Yes. How yes. did uh, I know you were going that way? <laughs> uh, that'd be so awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> typical dad you know uh, and i love you for it <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do but there you go featured pal of the week chickpea with that being said thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of pal world podcast we look forward to continuing to bring you quality pal world conversation uh of course like we mentioned earlier our discord we have a discord and it is growing very quickly come join in be part of the the ogs you know soon to be ogs of our Discord community. Uh, there will be a link in the description of the show that never expires. And again, our email, palworldcast at gmail.com. With that being said, Sweaty, where can the people find you? Well, speaking of that amazing Palworld uh, community that we have here in Discord, did we mention the announcement yet, Mr. Raider? Damn, damn. I was rushed off to trying to rush off the show and I totally forgot the most important thing that I was. No, we did not. So, with that being said, uh it's been asked on our previous episode we asked you guys would you guys want a private nitrato server for us all to to game in together as a community and there was quite a few people that said that would be awesome we want it give it to us sweaty native let's do it you know so (laughs) uh me having this week off i am going to be researching it today and making sure i get all the stuff good to go but um possibly tonight who knows i I just might say fucking do it but it will happen (laughs) no later than tomorrow which is tomorrow is monday the 19th of the server is coming people have been asking for it we didn't know if there was going to be a a a bunch of people that wanted to do it or not so the toronto server coming tomorrow awesome thank you i almost forgot about that (laughs) oh you're welcome I'm so excited outside to talk the, about it. <laughs> outside of the Nitrado server, you can find me twitch.tv slash sweaty spooks, or you can find me on Twitter at sweaty underscore spooks ending with a Z. If you'd like to email me, that would be sweaty spooks at gmail.com. There you go. And uh, for me, you can find me 
the best place to communicate with me is via Discord. Our Discord, like I said, the link is in the description. You can also find me on twitch.tv slash Native Raider, N8IVR8R. You can also find me on YouTube, where I have no Power World content up yet, but it's coming. It's coming. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but you can find me there at the same name, N8IVR8R. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Of course, I'm on X, so you can hit me up on Twitter slash X at the same name. Now, if you're listening to this, uh, you'd like to ask a question of the show, but you're not comfortable in joining the Discord, you may absolutely feel free to email the show, palworldcast at gmail.com. So, keep those pal spheres ready, fill that pal deck, build your basis tamers. End of episode bonus content. Thank you and shout out to Hot Death for catching your pal of the week at Northern Pike in ice fishing activities. We see you out there. Keep up the great work, Tamer.